October 31st marks my one-year podcast anniversary. What is that? Is that two days? Is that Monday? Yeah, Monday. Monday when this episode comes out. Wow. Wow. Perfect timing. Perfect right? timing. How did that work? Interesting. Yo, 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 whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Today's episode number 54, Tech Talks, iPhone bully culture. Oh, we're going to dive all in those guts today. Mm-hmm. Folks going to hate me. They really won't, but they really will. So before we dive deeper into those guts, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I am joking. Uh, I would like to uh, welcome back my ninja, Jimmy Ha, to the podcast. Thank you very much. I'm very excited to be here because, you know, today's a special, this podcast is a special one. It's, they all are special. I mean, this one marks, <laughs> us, you know. You're right. You're right. He is right. So uh, this one is special, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and others, because it's my one year podcast anniversary <laughs> yeah we got the little fake clapping going on here ladies and gentlemen that's the studio audience in here we got about 20 people in this joint having some drinks no i'm totally joking <laughs> it is just jimmy and i here <laughs> no one is here i mean i i am part of you i mean you've made you kept up maintained weekly postings of these podcasts while working a full-time job so i give you mad props while being a full-time boyfriend while being a full-time asshole while <laughs> being a full-time genius i mean <laughs> i mean i could keep going but thank you i appreciate it so one year anniversary i thought of, of this idea not necessarily solely myself it was another buddy and i who kind of sort of talked about this a little bit and you know we we really visited the conversation but he really was not really interested in and doing a podcast and i was like i was like all ready for it let's do it i had no clue on how to do it but i was definitely all ready i kind of was a little disappointed when he said no i'm not interested in, in moving forward with this and i went you mother <laughs> actually i said worse worse than that but you know that did give me the drive honestly like we talked about that maybe like december of 19 wow was it 19 20. Oh, I yeah, December 2020, I think when we talked about doing a podcast and it took me about three, four months to like push him a little bit and myself to with ideas. I'm writing down stuff in OneNote often. And then we came to the apex where I was like, look, we got to make a decision. This was like around June, July timeframe. He was like, no, I'm not ready. I was like, no, you bum. I want you to do this. He's like, no, I don't want to do this. We're not going to make no money. Who gives a shit? Let's go ahead and do this. That's how I felt in my head, how the conversation went. It went, it went totally different. So we actually didn't talk for a couple of days because I was really mad at him. But then we talked after that, yada, yada, yada. I got over it. But it helped strengthen the idea and it helped push me forward. So out of the ashes of that despair <laughs> and rejection and hurt 
came No Pants Required. And it took me about four or five months after that to launch on Halloween day of October 31st, 2021. Yep. And now guess what, guys? You listen to this episode on October 31st. 2022 it's what are the chances what? that happening what right <laughs> so i'm literally super excited that um you know i agree with you jimmy i stuck with this there have been times where i was like i don't know what i want to talk about what are these topics I'm telling you guys i come up with some random ideas at random times at random places the bathroom where it just comes out as an idea and i immediately go to my one note and pop that episode down. I can tell you now, looking ahead, I have about 50 to 60 more ideas that I've already like in some level of discovery started writing. And I, you know, they're all not like full scripted episodes, but some are, some are not. Some are like wishful thinking that I really wish I could get me a lawyer on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Some want to talk about divorce <laughs> and protecting yourself. I actually want to even talk about in the future, like secession. My mom and I actually get my mom to come on the podcast. Oh, you should. And we could talk about that stuff, like real stuff. I don't want you guys to know my mom, you know, our relationship. It's none of your business. <laughs> but, you know, I think talking about secession planning and particularly like when a loved one passed away, my mom and I actually talk about this often, about setting our affairs in order. And I think that is something I think would be really good. See if I can influence her to get on the podcast she probably gonna cuss me out and say no hang on the phone <laughs> but it's a try i mean the best part of this is like all the ideas you have you have like a large amount of great friends that have so much experience life experience they have expertise in certain fields where you can actually gain knowledge from them and you can apply it to your ideas absolutely that that's why that's why you're here uh huh. all right <laughs> yeah but jim and i actually talked about a lot of different things and I, I and that's kind of what i like about the podcast in general is we just talk about stuff and it's you know you don't have to necessarily be an expert and i think people do kind of sort of get shy if you will and thinking that i have to have a x amount of experience but a level of expertise i should say but really i just want to share experiences with people yeah and because those through those experiences we can like gain knowledge we can share examples avoid avoidance of different barriers if there are any out there so i i love the idea of just turning on a microphone placing my surface headphones oh I, damn <laughs> i just thought about it oh uh, we, we'll get into that in a minute but <laughs> but i i can tell you this is that's funny um it's an inside joke but we'll we'll get to that point seriously guys but I, I love to just talk about a topic and and I kind of sort of like to in the beginning of the podcast, I really was scripting. I think I was going a little too far in writing my scripts and trying to think of all the different nuances and have all the different data points. And I, I think it's important to have data points, but I think I was going a little too far in writing my scripts. Now I just have the bullet points pretty much the agenda for the episode and you just go off the flow and I just go with the flow from there because in essence, that's really what this is. It's, it's, it's a podcast. It's all about talking about something as opposed to just reading something, you know, this is not a storytelling session. It's a podcast, right? You feel me? All right, guys. So one year anniversary, 
I'm, I'm super proud of myself and super proud of all of those who have supported me along the way and will continue to support me. I will also say it will be an absolute one more year coming of this podcast and more to come. Um, I would love to branch out into maybe even additional podcasts um, or even, you know, work with different sponsorships. You know, I think I would like to grow the podcast. So I would dedicate myself to do a little bit more in that front, bring on more guests um, and then coordinate with other folks as well. Today's episode, Tech Talks. I can hear that. <laughs> Today's episode, Tech Talks, iPhone Bully Culture. <laughs> um, it's really, I want to talk about two things. Smart watches. And then I want to talk about the title of this episode. You guys are going to really like the way I think about this. I'm convinced of it. <laughs> no, I agree. I like, I like this topic a lot. And so before we get there, I do want to jab, jump right into I don't want to do a jab just yet. I'm going to jump right <laughs> into it. you a lot of jabs later. <laughs> Try not to. <laughs> um, so when we talk about smartwatches, seriously, folks say, you know, the Apple Watch, the Google Watch, the Samsung Watches, the Galaxy Watch, right? Those are the ones that kind of sort of come to, to one's, you know, mindset first. But really... Like the Fitbit is really like your standard, right? That's your 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 general watch that kind of sort of started it all a little bit. Um, and then over the years, you know, through competition, yeah, you know, Samsung came out with it first. Don't don't be fooled, ladies and gentlemen. Then Apple, and then Google hella late to the to the plane to the playground. Like they they arrived super late, <laughs> but you know, I think they. They really did a good job in in what product they released right now and so i I really started thinking about like these watches and i'm not going to talk about the form factor in this episode because i want to dedicate a whole episode on technology and i want to go in but for this episode i really just want to talk about like smart watches in general and how maybe we don't need some of the watch features that we think we need I mean, what started out as just a pedometer for a Fitbit, I mean, it's, everything just escalated so quickly to where now it's tracking your heart rates. Your heart, I mean, yeah, your, your heart your rate. Your blood levels. Like, blood well, how, level, how are you oxygen, doing this? Oxygen, right. Your sleep, the amount of sleep you get. I don't want that watch on my arm while I'm sleeping. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but I don't want get off me. I don't even want clothes on my body, let alone go to sleep with a watch on. That's fine. Bringing up the whole sleeping thing, like... Remember, I got Maggie iPhone watch. Like she couldn't even wear it to sleep after wearing it for a day because it'll die mid, <laughs> like by like two in the morning. So it barely even tracks. Why does she want a, a, a iWatch? Um, is I it mean, called iWatch? What is it called? Apple Watch. Apple Watch. Yeah. I no, I got it for her because she had an iPhone. Okay, gotcha. Know? Got it. But then she was like, I don't, I don't want this iPhone, like Apple Watch. Like this thing dies within. 12, 13 <laughs> hours. So. So Apple have a, Apple has a solution for that, by the way. What's that? Spend more money. <laughs> <laughs> just like everything else they have. They have a solution for you. They will have a solution. You just have to fork over some money. So I actually like just looked at watches in general. I have two friends who, so, you know, I'll say this. Many of you guys know your friends probably mostly have Apple watches. You may have a few that have like the Galaxy watch and even less who have a Google watch. And then you also have some friends who have like a Fitbit. 
I actually have two friends who purchase Garmin watches. Oh, those are expensive. And two levels of the Garmin watch. I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying this one right. It's the the Phoenix. 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 Yeah. That joint is what like eight ninety, almost eight ninety. It's variations like six ninety nine to eight ninety nine yeah. US dollars. But I looked into that, and then there's a step above that one. There's another one above that one that I think is like well over a thousand dollars. From what I've heard. I mean, I remember looking at it probably a couple of years ago at a Garmin. Mm -hmm. These things are super advanced. I mean, if you if you do what is it, jump out of planes, parachute, <laughs> right? It actually calculates your high altitude, low oxygen. I mean, it's it's crazy how, how advanced these Garmin. And so that, are. but but that makes sense though, right? Like that's there's a market for everything essentially. Yeah. And when you have like these watches that can do the level of technology in these watches, I don't even know the name of these things, but I feel like most of these Garmin watches are for like special operators. I mean, they probably get them issued for free though, you know, but think about the watches in general. Like when we talk about like having watches or purchasing an Apple watch, for example, we think some of these features are like amazing to have, but do you even use them? Exactly. You know, you're definitely not going to use it. I was you actually, could brag about it. Right. <laughs> but you don't really use them. Right. And so I think I thought about it. I went, when it boils down to it, all you need is a Fitbit. Yep. Exactly. Send a text message, read your text message, yep. track your steps, intensity of your workouts. I mean, and that's kind of it yeah i mean i mean you brought up the, the the fact earlier we were talking about this before we started the podcast we you talked about like going on the internet on my watch and i said no because the screen is too damn small <laughs> i didn't want that's a well, waste of a my phone that's right it's a waste of my time first of all i think the screen on the phone sometimes is small and this is a big screen i'll get into a different episode <laughs> but i like i thought about it i was like you know we we tend to to follow certain companies, right? You're talking about uh, brand loyalty? Yeah, <laughs> brand loyalty. So look, guys, I don't, I didn't think <laughs> I had brand loyalty actually, but um, I do. I, I don't and I do, it's weird. No, I think, I mean, you do. But I don't. In a way where it's, Everything that is not Apple. Am I anti-Apple? I don't think I am. But I don't have anything Apple. So maybe I, maybe I am. <laughs> you guys found out your own conclusion on that. <laughs> I'll say this. Wait, let me state one thing first, though. <laughs> you do have an Android sticker <laughs> on the back of your monitor in your Tesla. So I don't okay. know. I did that on purpose. On purpose. It's because of the title of this episode. Now, this title of this episode is Tech Talks, iPhone Bully Culture. If you take out the iPhone, you're left with bully culture. There were times where I would go on Twitter or, you know, you follow on YouTube some of these. these. I, then I guess they are Tesla influencers. 
or you know those folks who really they oh, have yeah, their channels who's you know specify just tesla only yeah and so i recall many times folks talking about why would you have an android phone with your tesla like tesla and apple is paired together they're perfect couple together i was like what are y'all <laughs> oh guys talking it's like a whole thing out there right it's a it's a it's a thing i don't understand it but it's an actual thing and so i remember someone saying people who have android phones are poor or cheap and they can't afford iphone and i went oh is that what this is <laughs> So there you go. This is why I put the Android sticker on the car because I'm not poor. I'm not rich, but I did want everyone to see they're not mutually exclusive. I'm not an Apple user, but, but I still have. Right. They're not mutually exclusive, right? I don't have, I, I can have a decent car and an Android phone. And it's not that I'm poor because it's, it's this, 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 this theory in, that I follow actually that I subscribe to that folks think that if you don't have Apple, you're, you're, you're not in the culture, you're, you are less than, mm -hmm. and you're, you know, it, it's, I could go on a lot more about it, but I won't. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a lot out there. I mean, basically if you're an Apple user and you know, you see someone that isn't an Apple user. The, they haven't conformed with it, and you notice they always say the same thing oh you have that phone oh you have an android like like it's a thing to them i don't give a crap what you have in your pocket i do not care but to them it's a thing it's and a status I, it's a status there we go and so that little green robot on my car <laughs> is smacking these statuses letting these folks know you, you all that stuff you're talking about is dumb is irrelevant look it it doesn't matter none of that really matters it's all made up right you like your phone cool i like mine cool and that's the end of that but i did want it to like almost like stick it to the man a little bit you know oh you guys think you're cool oh i'm cooler so that's kind of why i went with that but i'm happy you kind of brought that up i mean you took a lot of jabs there did i damn let me do better okay let me be let me, let me be better guys all right seriously so brand loyalty i, th I think about it i'm gonna get back to the watches in a second but I, I do i have brand loyalty i don't know but i can tell you this i am very i used to be really a stickler for a particular company like i would really stay with that company for example sprint when sprint was sprint pcs when they had nextel and all that back in the day i'm dating myself i know but I love Sprint. I was with them for, I think, 20 years. And for like the last two years of that relationship, it was pretty bad. And I was like suffering. I'm like, dude, I have this phone. I can't get real good service in my own home. Like it was just really, it was frustrating. So I left Sprint before the merger with T-Mobile. Yeah. And that was an amazing decision I made. But then I also started to think, you know, I used to be a Volkswagen driver, right? I loved Volkswagen cars. And I switched, right? So I, I'm not saying necessarily I'm a, I'm I'm brand loyalty, but um, I do like technology. I do like stuff. That's exactly, what I was gonna say technology really. Um, if you put something you. right, if you put some tech in front of me, I'm gonna kind of run towards it, and that's kind of what I do, right? And and so for me, it's not that I'm anti Apple. It's just what well, the technology ain't over there for me, so I just run to where the technology is. So you're tech driven. Hell yeah. All the time. 
that's kind of sort of what leads me in most of the things I do. Yeah. Right. Which leads to this podcast. <laughs> Correct. There you go. I know folks are like like foodies, right? You're a foodie. Yeah. yeah. You love food. I I could eat a cockroach and, and chocolate, right? Because I don't really yeah. care. <laughs> I really don't care. But you care. Yeah. And I have some friends who keep trying to get. I hope they don't listen to this episode. They they trying to get me to go to these Michelin star restaurants, dude. I'm not paying nine hundred dollars a plate to eat. A handful of grapes you know yeah. <laughs> like and a piece of steak that may taste amazing but i could go to wendy's I, yeah. you know that's not my thing but but hey i'm not knocking anyone for their style To i'm not that's not the deal here i'm just saying i i prefer the technology of things and so when it comes for brand loyalty that idea for me really is you know the the crux of it. If if the technology is there, I'm moving towards it. Yeah, so I'm actually thinking you're probably not really brand loyal, loyal, more tech driven. You just go towards the uh, brands that actually have a lot of progress in their technology. So yeah, like you ever recall? I don't. You may recall a few years ago, um, Samsung was given a lot of flack for air quote gimmicky type of features in their phones or like things that that they had features that they um i vaguely remember so for me that's not gimmicky that's like you're testing out stuff in the market right that people like me will gravitate towards right so like when you screenshot on your phone right i think our phones are similar um you know, I think on some phones you push like the volume button and a power button yep. and something like that to the screenshot. Well, on the Samsung and maybe on other Android phones, you just swipe your palm across. Yeah, you can you can like enable that. Uh, right. And so you just swipe across. Yeah. Right. To me, that's not gimmicky. That is a straight. I don't have to push buttons. I don't have to do that. I just swipe across. I got the screenshot. I move on about my life. Right. To me, that's that's make my life easy. And. So when folks always, you know, talk about like the the computers, I went with the Surface Book 2 at the time because why not have a touchscreen computer? Everything else in our life is touchscreen. Our phones, our watches, the screens in our cars are touchscreens, right? Yep, I agree. And you want to tell me get a a computer doesn't have a touchscreen. I'm pushing the screen like, why isn't it moving? (laughs) Like, wait, well, I don't have a touchscreen, but I have a tablet. What? Oh, Oh, I got it. Remember? Money. You want a touch screen? Give me some more money. Exactly. That, I see the I see it here, right? You guys, you following, right? You guys hear the theme? All right. We're gonna keep going down that path. But before I finish that, let's finish the point about smartwatches. So, like I said, I think we all get caught up in the status. You brought that up. But to be honest, I I not now here's the deal, guys. I'm kind of sort of caught up in there as well. I have a Galaxy Watch. I do. I like the watch. I like the watch a lot. Um I mean you like the way it looks too. I love the way it looks. Like it's really stylish. I, I feel like it's sporty and dressy at the same time. I, it's it's a pretty legit watch. I, I really like it. But do I use all the features on that watch? Nope. <laughs> so to be honest with you, a Garmin will satisfy my need. To be honest, at a fraction of the cost. Yeah. Right. But then the folks who say all of those other features in those in the watches, especially in the, the, the new apple ultra watch right now i think apple is trying to compete with garmin with that one because to get some of the enhanced fitness features you have to pay a monthly subscription that is just ridiculous again where where, where we're going with that money Money. right 
that's how they get you, right? Okay, give me some more money. I give you what you need. It's like a, it's almost like a crackhead, right? You want that fiend? You want that fix? You want that fix? I got you. Just give me more money. I'm telling you guys, there's a there's a theme there, right? So when I think about making a purchase, I look all into everything. To be honest with you, dude, do you even like I read? What is it called? The um, the manuals. I don't know anyone who reads manuals. No, I, I definitely, I, I do not touch the manuals. I read every manual for everything I purchase. Everything, the entire manual. I mean, the only manuals I touch are, are the ones that I need to build something with. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I read everything. Like I know all how things work, right? Because I, I want to know. I'm into the design, the tech of it, right? You don't even read those, probably. You probably just skim over it and look at the pictures. Yeah, or just play around. Pictionaries. <laughs> um, so the point I'm really trying to make here, guys, is that you kind of sort of should make the purchase. That's not fair. I kind of make purchases based on the tech of it all as opposed to the name. That's kind of sort of where I'm going with that. And, I mean, on the other hand, I make purchases on the practicality of it. And the price. And don't, the price. Don't forget that out. Oh, but no, you, that's the most important. But though. you do spend money on some things, but then I think sometimes you like you the price get in the way. It does. For certain things, but I can't think of anything. Yeah. Right yeah, I don't put you on the spot. Yeah. But so this this Phoenix, is it Phoenix or Phoenix? I think it's Phoenix. Phoenix? Yeah. This Phoenix Garmin watch. Look, guys, look this watch up. This watch is legit. Not only is it sapphire glass, like that's legit. I, I can't say nothing is not scratchable, but I mean, it's legit, very durable. very durable, right? Now, these other watches are like water resistant. This is waterproof. There's a big difference there. The battery life is insanely long, like days. Um, and it's not just like tracking. It's like GSP, I mean, uh, GPS yeah, I mean, tracking. This thing has like a map on the screen to like, as like, I think, uh, a six grid, uh, six digit grid coordinates. Right. This, actually, this is a legit. Yeah. You get le- lost, someone will find you. <laughs> you. Someone can find you, right. <laughs> Tracking, it's just legit watch. And it has titanium. Now, I think some of the, the new Apple watch, the Ultra one, does have titanium build. So I do see what Apple is trying to compete with Garmin because to be honest with you, if you really want a smart watch, you really should just be buying the Garmin watch. I guess what I'm trying to say here really is there's only one option. I, to me, it's you go all in Garmin or you go Fitbit. <laughs> all the rest of them in the middle is like pointless. <laughs> They're just in the middle. Like They just want your money. And they're getting it. So, but hey, I'm not going to knock it, right? So let's dive into why I think iPhone is a bully culture. I, I'm so excited about this topic, to be honest, guys. I mean... It may sound like you may be rolling your eyes. And that's fine. That's fair. I hope to make a point. <laughs> so, all right. So think about this in a logical way. What is the logical reason for coding a color discriminatory indicator in iMessage? I'm going to say that again. What is the reason for coding a color discriminator icon right it's an indicator right in your iMessage what is the reason about think about that question as I continue why did Apple spend man hours man hours multiple people departments coding green dot versus blue dot why did they do that keep thinking that as I keep going 
at the core, a text message is a text message, right? Someone has something to say, they write it, they send it, the receiver sees it and either respond or they, you know, receive that information. So when someone sends another message, um, another recipient, like I said, with the message, you know, it, the end of that communication or the beginning of that communication happens, right? It, it, it starts, it, it durations and then it ends. So if I text your phone, it doesn't matter if it's read to indicate that it came from Verizon network, for example, or magenta indicating it comes from T-Mobile, for example, <laughs> or blue indicating it comes from AT&T. You know, how all of them use yeah. colors. That's weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, blue indicating that it comes from AT&T network, right? Or watch this yellow representing spread, right? Yeah. Like you don't get that, right? You don't get a message saying, oh, this person from AT&T just texts you. Or this guy over from Magenta T-Mobile just texts you, right? That you don't get really that. funny though if they did that. But also why? Yeah. What, what, what would be the point in that, right? So there's really no need for that, right? To me, it's irrelevant. There's, there's no reason for it except but for Apple to spend all those hours coding their iMessage to do that. It was very, very intentional. And I like to explain to you guys why. Ready for it? Yeah, tell me. <laughs> what can make you, or if I get there, let's say this. What messaging service the entire, the most, most used around the globe? Internationally, it will be WhatsApp. Correct. That's what's used generally throughout the globe. I think um, Telegram and Signal is some of the other two big ones as well. Yeah. IMessage is not up there. It's mostly US based. And so when you think about it, if Apple put like just use a regular service like WhatsApp, then they don't have any control over it. And it's and it's it's a third party app. But now they have more control over their own app, which is how Apple's ecosystem works in general. It's control over everything. And and when you look at their messaging. It's, it's really geared to air quote. I'm putting air quotes here. It is and it isn't. Privacy. It is very private when it's iMessage to iMessage. But as soon as it goes from iMessage to either SMS or RCS, well, RCS is protected. When it goes from um, iMessage to SMS, it's now, it loses its, in, um, its security. Encryption. Encryption. So in essence... If Apple really wanted it to be 100% protecting their users, they would enable RCS, which is Rich Communication Services. And for you guys who don't know what that is, it's pretty much a service that's encryption services like any other service like WhatsApp and iMessage. It's all the same, right? It's a standard that that goes between the phone, the phone itself, the device, and the carrier. And so when, if one was to send a message from RCS to RCS, stand, uh, um, phone to phone, it'd be, it'd be a similar encryption that WhatsApp and iMessage would have. And so when you think about, back to the point I'm making, why Apple did this and why I think it's a bully culture, it's a discriminator. I said it earlier. They set that up 
so that you can determine who's texting who. It goes back to the whole status. It goes back to the whole status thing. There's really no need at all for me to know that you have a different device. Oh, you got an Android? Correct. There's really no need for that, right? But it's on purpose, right? And it's also why Apple will not include RCS. Now, it's an easy fix. So I, I'll tell you guys a joke. I had a friend, I have a friend who I'm in a group chat and it's probably 80% iPhone users in that chat, in that one particular chat. chat. The other is Android. And one of the individuals who started the thread said, I'm not getting all the messages, but someone else caught me up on, on all our stories. And this individual said, it must be a, an Android thing. And you know me, I'm funny in my head, I think. <laughs> I clapped back real quick and said, well, I'm getting all the messages, so it must be an iPhone thing, oh, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if I'm getting the messages, it's not on me. It's on the phone who's blocking, right? Or not enabling. So I will say this. I'm not saying what Apple, what I'm saying what Apple is doing is absolutely wrong. They're but doing from, it smart. But from a business aspect, it is very smart. Because there are two things that they will not do. They're not going to include RCS because they will lose their advantage. And by having the blue dot, green dot, it's back to the status thing. Yep. And so reason why I think it's a bully culture. I think well, there's one more thing. Hmm? The opportunity. They do not want to lose the opportunity where the money is. Correct. That's you're right. So. I mean, when you think about it, it's almost like a perfect storm. And to be honest, I mean, it's not about ageism here or anything like that. But guess who their little soldiers are, in my opinion? They're little teenage people, little teenagers. <laughs> That's, they, they, those are the walking soldiers for Apple. Because, you know, for a fact, you go to school yeah. and all your friends or on whatever color it is. I have no clue to be honest with you because it doesn't, I send a message and I receive a message. So for me, I don't know all this madness about the, the dots, that's that's their issue. But if you're in school, you don't want to be the one left out. You definitely want to fit in. You want to go back home, you can be like, mom, dad, I need an iPhone, everyone else has an iPhone. Correct. So that's the first step. That's your bully culture. That's the first step. Yeah, you guys think I'm being crazy. These microaggressions are, are very similar to, to bullying. Don't think I'm wrong. Hey, I'm telling you guys, that's where it starts. I'll continue further. So you have your your bullying trolls out there. I won't call them trolls. Let me come up with a new name, a nice name for them. Teen, oh, teen soldiers. That's what I was thinking. Something with the soldiers. Yeah. There you go. Teen soldiers. <laughs> they, they're working. They're working your magic for you, Apple. They're, <laughs> and, and, and they're doing a good job at it, right? So those kids don't want to be left out. So they want to all fit in. Then, by not including RCS, what happens? Your iMessages get mixed messaging, right? Some of the messages come in, in different sequence, sequence right? Yeah. And it's not coming through. And it's not that the Android is doing anything wrong. The message is being sent. It's just that it's being received on iMessage side as an SMS. And iMessage doesn't handle those well. So, the person on the other end is saying, oh my God, this is not working. This is, hey. Again, microaggression, another bully in here. <laughs> we got another, we got another aspect here. We got so we got the teen 
soldiers. And then we have not including RCS, another bully in here. And then I go a little bit further. And so you think about how liking a message and in, in was inline replies. Yeah. So Apple, everyone on, on iMessage can really do that really simply, right? Within the service. You can also do that from RCS, RCS from Android to Android. It, yep. It's 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 all the same on the other side as well. But because we can do both, we can like their messages as well, but it won't be received. However, Google did change update. So Google actually spent some hours, lots of man hours to, I think they took the top six emojis. Yeah, I can't. So when that code comes through, Google know what those that code is from iMessage and they were able to translate that over to either a heart a thumbs up a smiley face emphasis what i think i can't remember all six but so they so google figured it out this is new to me oh yeah so if you ever notice you when you get a message or someone from apple like it remember in the past it will come through as the entire message repeated again you're right you're right now that's over now you get the actual heart now so google did some coding in the back end to help out because they know Apple is not going to change. And if I'm Apple and I'm making money, I wouldn't change either. But do recognize you created a bully culture. <laughs> Sorry to tell you guys, you created a bully culture. And so when you have folks, I give another example. I'm just going to, I'm going to tangent. Give another example. I have a friend who said, I can't believe you still have Android. No, I'm sorry. Take that back. He actually said, oh, I see you still on Android. Why do you know? We were just texting back and forth. It wasn't even the same house. <laughs> I sent the message saying, what's up? He replied back. But because he had a, a whatever color I am, I guess green <laughs> on their phone. Yeah. He can tell it's a discriminator. Why do you need a discriminator in your text messaging? I mean, you, you do have like a large group of friends, mm-hmm. some close friends. So like one, someone in that group is going to eventually say something about Android, iPhone. Oh, of course they do. Hate. Yeah. But compared to me, like I, I have such like a tight group. Like I, I don't think I've experienced. I've maybe once where I experienced something like that. But yeah, that's it. It's. I think some of the folks. Well, uh, obviously, two of my friends who do it, they do it on purpose because they're they think they're funny. They think they're funny. <laughs> Try to make you conform. Yeah, that's not happening. Um, but I think that's and it's funny because they they talk about in other aspects of their life. They talk about not conforming. I'm like, motherfucker, you just did that. <laughs> get out of my face with that. But, but, so, so you, do you guys get what I'm saying here? Like, there was really no reason to have the discriminator indicator added for green dot, blue dot, but it makes sense to push the teen soldiers over to their side. And that's why I think iPhone created a bully culture. The teen soldiers do not want to be on green or having messages come through in out of sequence. So therefore, mom, dad, I need an iPhone. Everybody <laughs> else have an iPhone. It's the cool thing to have. Because that's what people think it is, right? Yeah. Next thing you know, it's like, oh, I, I need an Apple. Oh, was it a MacBook? It- well, don't get me started. What? Don't get me started on that. It's only compatible with my iPhone. Right. Oh, another thing that they did. And I think it's I think it's awesome, right? You can airdrop, but you only can do it on Apple devices. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying. But with my with my Microsoft, you can do similar with other devices that are non-Microsoft devices. I like the freedom to do things. For example, I video chat with my friends who have iPhones. I don't have FaceTime because it's just an app. I have Google Meet or WhatsApp or Instagram or Facebook Messenger. I have, I mean, it's, There's so, many it's so many, right? And so we video chat every day and it's not an issue. But for some folks, they feel it's only one way to do it. FaceTime. I think, it, again, it goes to the bully culture. I have three friends, close friends. Well, you know, I got more than three friends. Yeah. But three, <laughs> three of somebody. Okay, that was all wrong. Let, let me restate that. So my Destiny clan on, on Xbox, we were all Android users. Yeah. All of us. All of us, all six. One, two, three. Now it's three and three. And the reason the other three moved over, because they're wives. The wives. They probably got bullied. Their wives was like, "We need the iPhone to get FaceTime." There are thousands of video services apps you can have used. And the funny thing is. <laughs> They won't download a third part third party app, but they'll end up downloading like a Starbucks app. They'll end up right. downloading a Dunkin' app, right? Or a DSW app, like, right? It's, right. It's crazy. It, it is. It's almost like you're given what you're told to use, and that's it. Um, one more story here, guys. Um, oh, by the way, who, the guys who are here on live, if you guys have any questions, um, drop them in a message. If you agree with me, disagree, you want me to mention something or whatever, let me know. I'm, I'm willing to. Uh, to engage in a nice little friendly banter if necessary. <laughs> um, Taking jabs at these Apple users. I'm pretty sure the listeners are Apple users. Hey, that's fair. That's fine. That's fine. Look, <laughs> look, you got to be able to recognize what's happening in front of you. And I see what's happening. Um, and so I have a buddy who, um, who always talks about like the commercials of Apple and how everything is, they use the word magical a lot. And how things are like so special. I recall in 2012, I was a big BlackBerry user. I was, BlackBerry was my phone back then. That was my joint. I loved it, right? But HTC came out with a phone called the HTC Evo 4G. It was the I first 4G phone. It had a kickstand. And it was one of the first large screen phones. Not only that, it was the first phone in a US that I can recall, maybe not the first, but one of the first phones in the US that had video messaging. What did the uh, HTC also have like the Zune um, radio player on there? I can't remember. Uh, maybe, I know what you're talking, I know what you're saying. I, admit, I don't know if that, the Zune was in that one. Um, it could have been the Microsoft phone that they were working on. Okay. But that phone was awesome. And I remember that day, 2012, making video calls to some of my friends. Fast forward maybe six or eight months later, Apple comes out with FaceTime. And a commercial was like revolutionary. 
<laughs> it was like this first time ever type of thing. And one of my buddies immediately called me and was like, see, Apple is inventing all this stuff. Now they got video chatting. I say, dude, I did that six months ago. What are you talking about? They didn't invent Jack. <laughs> but he was really serious because uh, he was, he, hey, he listened to the commercials because it's magical, right? They, I'm not going to lie. They, they, Apple commercials are, they make it seem like they are the best out there, you know? Yeah. When you're watching it, but. So, um, this is not a, a shit on Apple. It's not, I'm, I, I hope it's not coming across that way, but I really want to point out that that this was intentionally done to bully individuals to switch over to iPhone and it is 100% working. All of those proprietary apps that Apple have created that are very similar to other apps out there. It's a way to pull people into their ecosystem and it 100% works. Oh, no doubt. And so Hope you guys understand. Love you guys who have iPhones. That's not the problem here. I'm not. Look, it is what it is. I don't care. I'm just saying real recognize real. And I see what's happening right in front of my eyes. No, I agree. I mean, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm an Android user through and through. So why are we talking about this? I'll, I'll, I'll throw one other piece here. And I think I'm gonna mention this in another episode. I'm gonna do a Twitter and sync episode real soon. <laughs> to talk about Elon Musk and walking into Twitter headquarters with a sink. I don't. You told me about that. I was like, what? <laughs> this dude is, he's wild and I like it. But I've seen many articles and YouTube videos on a Tesla smartphone. I don't think there's a market for that, to be honest with you. Do you? No, I don't think so. I feel like when they're Tesla smartphone, I feel like they're down. They're going backwards instead of forward right like exactly like create something totally different yeah why do i need to this form factor you guys may you I'm, if you guys have listened to the podcast for the year and hopefully you have you have heard me say many times i am over rectangle devices oh yeah, yeah. i think you brought up the uh you want to like i forgot what you wanted I'm, you wanted something clear or look why do i need a smartphone earpods rectangle phone tablet <laughs> glasses i keep going oh no you brought up that one idea where it was like a smartphone watch or something where you just slap it on your wrist and well guess what i'm behind that now <laughs> i want to go behind that i don't want that no more that was yesterday's news <laughs> i want smart glasses i'm gonna do a whole episode on this as well i want smart glasses that's everything I want my, my, I want you guys, AirPods, AirBuds, what do you call it? AirPods? Air, AirPods. Pods, Galaxy Pods, or whatever pod you put in your ear. <laughs> 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 I want all of that built into the glasses. I want the watch features built into the glasses. I want the cell phone features built into glasses. In fact, I want your navigation built into glasses. In fact, I want it all in one device. I'm tired of holding stuff in my hand. I want to do air gestures <laughs> in the air. I can already see probably multiple accidents happening on the highway. I mean, okay, <laughs> true. Okay, we can, I won't go into details about this. We're we, we going to revisit this on the next episode. But thank you guys again for supporting the No Pants Required 
podcast over the one year anniversary and hopefully you guys will continue to support the podcast in the future um if you guys even want to be a guest on a podcast or ideas that's related to personal finance tech or any type of business venture let me know i'm open to anything i'm open to anyone coming on the podcast and just jump on the microphone and talking so i want to thank jimmy again for always being willing and I hassle Jimmy sometimes. I'd be like, look, let's just do the podcast. He could be tired. I don't even care. I'd just be like, let's do it. And he I just mean, I came here after donating blood. So I was like, you know what? Let's, let's do it. This guy's a soldier. And, and I appreciate <laughs> it. So I'm going to buy him some Starbucks and give him some energy. <laughs> um, but thank you guys again. And uh, until next time, don't forget positive energy. Use the positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe. No pants required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.